You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Chris and you'll know I'm not Craig because he's uh, not here this week. I am, however, joined by John. How you doing? All right, Chris, how you doing? Ah, no bad, no bad. I managed to get that the first time going. No, the, Aye, I know. On the second attempt, what we did the last time I had to do the intro during the World Cup. Aye, I've been practising since the last time. <laughs> well, on tonight, we've got uh, League Cup action from midweek last time. Uh, we've got the league games at the weekend there. Uh, we'll probably talk a bit about uh, a certain James McFadden as well, who's uh, rumoured to be training with a club in Scotland again. Uh, we'll talk about the miserable charity bet again this week and uh, hopefully try and get a little better one next week when we do the predictions. So I think we'll start off with the, the League Cup. Obviously, as uh, Aberdeen are the holders, you'll be delighted that the, the, the jinx has been broken. Aye, absolutely, especially as we tend to struggle against lower league teams, even at home. There's been a few occasions, obviously, in recent seasons or prior to last season where we've struggled. So I, uh, by all accounts, Livingston played quite well. Uh, I think McInnes came out and said he didn't want it to be patronising, but he said aye, it was a difficult tie and it wasn't a, a 4-0 score in terms of, obviously it was 4-0, but it was closer. <laughs> it was closer. If you look at the scoreline, you would think it was a thrashing, but it was quite a clo- close game at times. Um, and the good thing as well, I noticed, is we didn't really change the team. We, we put the first team out, uh, which yeah. I think is a good thing. Sometimes kind of teams at home in the kind of SBL or the Premiership even will kind of rest a few players and it can backfire on you, but he put out the kind of strongest team available. And was rewarded certainly, and then Rooney hat trick, which was nice to see. Mm-hmm. He's obviously been in and out of the side, but spoke about it. second one of the season because he scored a hat trick in Europe as well. Ah, he did. I um, certainly when been out of the side, in and out of the side at the start of the kind of league season. You are wondering whether that could backfire in terms of his confidence getting knocked, but it seems to have the, the opposite effect since he's come back in the side, uh, scoring goals for fun certainly. Has McInnes been persistent with the two up front now? Because I've seen like, him and Goodwill seem to be getting on the score sheet now. Aye, that's the last last three games now. Uh, it's been two up front. Has it made a difference? Eh? I've seen a, seen a massive difference. I mean, if you look at what, that's four goals against Livingston, three against Ross County, three against Inverness. So, aye, ten goals in the last three games is a nice start to have. I get the value for money. Aye, plus Goodwill is starting to look like the kind of player he was at Dundee United first time round. Yeah. Uh, so, the, the kind of talk is just now hopefully being getting tied up for longer because he's only in a year's contract. But it's just I, a year, one year then, eh? One year, I think. It's, 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 it's a proper contract, though. It's not a loan or anything, is it? Oh, no, a proper contract. I was released in the summer. Oh, sorry, that's not too bad. Uh, so that's a good thing. And long may it continue the two up front. I think there'll be a, I think there'll be the odd time maybe this season we'll play go back to playing the one up front. But I think most of the teams in the S, the Premier, keep on saying SPL, the Premiership. I think if you play two up front. You've got a good chance of can I get the win, especially as no many teams play it, and it's almost as if defenders have forgotten how to defend against two up front. I'm kind of getting that impression because I mean, like the even at the weekend, their Celtic never played two up front until about a sort of ten minute spell where they got the the winning goal. So but other than that, we've been playing one up front as well. So I think it's it's almost common to play one up front now. It is. I I mean, you get the odd team that I mean, obviously four five one, but some of the teams maybe it can sometimes be a four three three. But generally, it's, it's one up front and there's always a spare man at the back. Um, certainly, when you put two up front, 
your centre backs have got to take care of each defend, each striker and then getting pulled into positions, they probably don't want to go as well because one of them will inevitably kind of drag out, go out wide to try and create space for another one. Oh, it does matter not how many other strikers do that as well. <laughs> Aye. Um, and I think the fact as well, what kind of looks so good about Connected Willie and Rooney, probably between the two, they've got everything you want in terms of up front. Aye, it's only like a partnership actually, you're right. Um, so, aye, it's good. Um, the only kind of downside to the League Cup victory was obviously the injury to Ryan Jack, but yeah. he seemed kind of one of the kind of standouts this season. I think he's kind of plenty of experience for this age, but thankfully it's not as serious as was first thought, and he's going to only miss weeks as opposed to. And I was talking at one point he's going to miss the rest of the season, which really? would have been, which wouldn't have been good, but aye, it's only weeks now, which is which is good. No, good and point. then begin just need begin. I don't think begin's just a short term injury, but get those two back, then it's all good. Has Robson been playing for recently? Robson played on Saturday in the league match because Jack was out. Right, but he's been kind of and he's more like a squad player this season. But he said himself he's happy to be a squad player at his age now. Aye, because there was there was talk of him when uh, Terry Butcher went to Hibs. Was talk of him possibly going up to Inverness and being a, a, a kind of player manager there. So I think he's probably keen on getting into the kind of coaching side of things at this point in his career. I would think so as well. I would think this will be his last season as a player. Um, I don't know whether he would stay at Aberdeen in a coaching role or whether he would want to go straight into uh, managing straight away. Personally, I think you're probably better off trying to get a coaching role first of all, mm-hmm. seeing how that goes, and then can I go for a manager's job? as opposed to getting thrown into the deep end. But I think he's the type of guy, I think, would probably make it either a good coach or a manager, because it doesn't suit everyone. Sometimes someone can be a great coach, but not a good manager. But he seems to kind of be quite level-headed. I think he's a kind of family guy and all that kind of thing. He's had experience of playing down south as well, so I think he'll do well. The only thing, nowadays, and I was talking to my, I don't know if you've mentioned the games at the weekend yet, but one of my friends was at the, the Aberdeen and Vernes game on Saturday, and he said... At times, when Robson and Flood in the middle of a park, it kind of slows things down a lot. Whereby, kind of one of the strengths, major strengths of our side is the pace we've got up front with yeah. uh, Paul and Hayes running at defenders. So, but we work with one of the weekend as well against them there. So, aye, it's good. Yeah. Well, what I said earlier that it was uh, the first holders since uh, I think it was 2011. I haven't gone out to lower league opposition the very first opportunity in the next season because uh, ah, yeah. Rangers lost to Falkirk. Uh, the following season after that it was Kilmarnock lost to I think it was Stenhouse Muir and then St Mirren were the, the previous orders and they lost to Queen of the South last season so uh, yes, it's, it's good to get over the hurdle there was another interesting one I read about the cup earlier was about Motherwell the last eight times they've appeared in the cups whether it's been League Cup or Scottish Cup they've got out seven times at the first yeah I, I mean that is that it was eight of the last nine cup uh, so going to exactly the first round of play there which is, seems a really surprising statistic, but then... Okay, I, I think the, the, the one that they didn't go out of, I'm pretty sure, was when they beat Celtic in the Scottish Cup final in 2011. I think that's the only time they've, uh, the, uh, under McCall they've got anywhere in the, the Cups, so it's, 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 it's pretty unusual. I think you probably need to ask Greg exactly what's going on there, but they, they certainly don't seem to have any luck. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can have a quick run through the, the other scores that were in the League Cup, because uh, on the, the Tuesday night we had uh, Rangers winning 3-1 away to Falkirk, St Johnson were a 1-0 winners away to Kilmarnock. Partick Thistle beat St Murray 1-0 at home. Uh, Hibernian won 2-0 away to Ross County. And of course, uh, Hibernian are the only lower league team left. The Hibs and Rangers are the only lower league teams left in the cup. Aye. Uh, so they should know better than that, eh? The two, <laughs> that are, 
They're currently playing Aye. each other in the championship. We'll record this. <laughs> Aye, 3-1 currently to Hibs. Yeah, 3-1 to Hibs. 3-0 up at half-time and apparently had a, a stonewall penalty denied at the start of the second half. So. Aye, I think that's 17 minutes to go just now. So, I think I heard Hibs were as big as 8-1 to one to win tonight. Really? Ouch. Must, must be a good if you've got that on it. Of course, so... it's uh, Hibs, so they've still a good chance they could screw it up in the next 17 minutes. Yeah. Although, to be fair, they are uh, helping hearts but <laughs> beating their, their closest title challengers at the moment so Aye, it was quite funny because a couple of the boys obviously Laurie he's a Hearts fan and then Footy Gaff on the forum they are both before the game tonight saying come on Hibs I can't imagine as many times they've been supporting Hibs but aye tonight they want to so obviously if Hibs win it stays the same then Hearts are six points ahead of Rangers Aye early, 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 early. Early. It's seven or eight games in playing this aye, league, but, early, yeah. early days but uh, Certainly, Hearts are looking good just now in the league. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was the, the Tuesday games in the League Cup. And the Wednesday kickoffs, we had uh, Dundee United's late winner against Dundee in the, the Derby, making that a double thanks to the, the one the previous weekend. And uh, Hamilton beat Motherwell 6 5 in penalties. Uh, there is one other final game, of course, which is uh, the Celtic Hearts game that was uh, live on the BBC. And uh, I thought, to be fair, Hearts were rather unlucky with uh, how it panned out and 3 0. Obviously, it sounds like it flattered Celtic, and I think for a good patch, Celtic were the better team, but there were certainly spells in that game. Hearts uh, started the better. Celtic took the lead through a bit of a, a mistake with Danny Wilson at the back, and Gadetti fired in a, a shot to make it 1 0. But, I mean, there was another, there was a poor pass from Stokes, which played in uh, one of the Hearts strikers, and he ran through and hit the bar in the first half, so they could have easily been one each at half time. Uh, they then had the sort of Slight challenge on uh, So in the second half, which gave him a hearts a penalty, but unfortunately for them, So blazed it over the bar. And about two minutes later, it was a penalty at the other end for Celtic, and Chris Commons made it 2 0. Which uh, you could say killed the game, but I think the game was really killed when uh, there was a the very unfortunate own goal was one of the Hearts defenders tried to chest it back to his keeper. I don't realise his keeper wasn't there. Chested it straight in the net. Uh, I seen it a bit in the first half. I seen one thing I did notice that Delia played possibly what he thinks is the strongest side. Yeah, Dif- difficult, difficult to say really because I think he still needs to try and find what the strongest side is. But um, I was quite surprised at that that he kind of showed respect to Hearts and played the full strength side. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not sure if it was showing respect for Hearts or if he's just uh, a little nervy because he's, he's not exactly getting the results. Because the previous weekend they had the one each draw with Willow and obviously there was the, the draw away in uh, Europe as well, which is probably a good result for us to be fair. But um, there's still a lot of sort of question marks over how uh, Ronnie Dyla's system is working with Celtic and how his players are fitting into it, whether it's working. We're into end of September here now, so it's, it's kind of time he needs to start working for him. It's one of those, again, I think, like ourselves at Aberdeen, Celtic are more than capable of playing two up front. They don't really need to have the three yeah. in the middle of the park. Maybe occasionally, very occasionally, but even still, you've got, you've got players there like Stokes and Griffiths, Gudetti's coming in, kind of doing well. Uh, Skepovic, supposedly, by all accounts, seems a bit of a mystery why they've signed him. Ah, uh, uh, he's, 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 he's a bit of a strange one, that, that Skepovic, isn't he? Quite hit the ground running yet. I mean, I like the look, I, like, I do like the, the look of Gadetti, though. He seems to have, he's got such three goals and three starts now he's got. Uh, but, uh, I mean, that's two at the weekend there, obviously. And he, even he looks okay as, a, as the, the one up front. But, I mean, the, the, the Celtics' second goal came from putting Stokes up front with him and then Stokes gave him a cracking pass in behind the suburban defence so you kind of need to question why we're not playing two up front I know uh, Ronnie Dyla seems to favour this 4-3-3 4-5-1 I 
almost two, five, three at times. Aye, it's that more been, but it's, it's not really working with the players we've got at the moment. Aye, it's weird as well playing Stokes out wide. Mind you, someone said that Isaguerian and Stokes looked quite good together on left, but. Uh, Aye, they seem to do. They seem to do alright against Hearts. I don't know if it was as good against St Mirren though. But in terms of comments being out, you're probably better off having Stokes kind of playing just off for a strike after playing that kind yeah. of system. Yeah. Stokes, Stokes actually has. He's got quite a good vision at times. So be interested to see what happens on Thursday because obviously you know Kudetti can't play. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, I mean, with Shevchenko, he's had a, a couple of times off the bench, but I think well. I don't exactly agree with it because I don't think Stokes can play up front himself but that wouldn't be surprised me if he's the one that was up front although we're at home so I don't know what we'll do it'll be interesting to see it's a I think it's an 8 o'clock kickoff on Thursday is that 8? right ok they're on the table it's fine <laughs> uh, but in terms of the League Cup draw then for the quarterfinals kind of some, they're all, kind of look, they all look quite good ties th- you'll probably be happy getting a home tie uh, against home, Hamilton well home tie is good um, the aye, when the job was made, I think right home tie, that's what you want. Uh, but certainly, uh, Hamilton are looking kind of great so far. I thought they would, I thought they would do alright. Um, but at the moment, they're surprising everyone. Obviously, the, the weekend result was a bit of a cracker, a bit of a sore one for Motherwell. Uh, Motherwell, <laughs> Motherwell, obviously, have struggled so far this season. But the, the League Cup defeated penalties probably never helps as well. Uh, by home draw, that's probably what you can ask for in the cup. Celtic home to Partick Thistle. Yep, Glasgow, 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 Glasgow Derby, aye. Uh, Hibs at home to Dundee United. I think that's to get the tide around. If I, if I was picking one, I think that would be it. Because Dundee United are flying at the moment and they're on form. Hibs haven't been too great, but maybe if they're, uh, they're running at Ibrox, they're starting to turn a corner. Aye, and then Rangers against Johnson as well. So the two, the two championship sides are both at home draws. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would, I would suggest that like the there's probably the three biggest home attendances are all at home in that game, so you'd want to get the the, the folk in the door. But they showed Celtic Hearts in the previous round, so I'm not sure TV will factor that in. It's kind of, I don't think they've agreed what game they're going to show yet, so well, no, obviously they'll see. But to be honest, you could pick anyone in the four. I, I, I would, I would go for Hibs Dundee United, but I think they're probably more likely to go with Rangers and Johnson. Aye, they probably will. I think it, at the moment as well, they're showing all the, all the ties are showing for Tuesday, whereas yeah. one of them will be on Wednesday. Aye, because you know if Celtic Rangers at home at the same time. Aye. Um, so I probably will be out. I'll be the Celtic or Rangers game that will be on TV. Aye, I think so. Aye, I think they'll probably go for Rangers. Uh, but aye. So that's the League Cup. We'll move on to the, the League, which we've already touched on a bit. I think we'll... Well, there was the, the, the first game of the, the weekend was uh, Celtic and St Mirren on the... BT Sport, I think it was. Or was it Sky? I can't remember what game it was. But... I was certainly on the telly. And, uh, well, it was a, a bit of a hard talk for Celtic again, but got the, the 2-1 victory. Got uh, two goals from Gadetti. Well, allegedly two goals from Gadetti. Uh, to personally, I think it's an own goal for uh, Jim Goodwin, who tried to clatter Gadetti and missed. <laughs> Surely Jim Goodwin wasn't trying to clatter someone. Uh, even Gadetti mentioned it when he was talking about it. He said it's about the third time that number six has tried to clatter me in the game. <laughs> when he was talking about whether he was claiming a goal, he says the referee gave me it. Aye, <laughs> uh, so Mara, that's our first goal home this season, apparently. Thanks to a, a, a poor throw out for Craig Gordon and then uh, the defence going to sleep. 
It's probably a first mistake they got as made in the Celtic career, isn't yeah. it? Aye. I, 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 I'm, I, there's a few people blaming them for this. It's a poor throw out, but there's still plenty of time for Celtic to recover the position. Aye, still plenty of time for them to shut down the initial shot. And if nothing else, there's three Celtic players closer to it than the guy who puts the ball in it. Aye, it's just the usual story. If a goalkeeper makes a mistake, it's kind of headli- more headlines than yeah. the headlines makes a mistake. Aye. It's always you don't you don't get the headlines about a striker missing a chance. I think I, th- I think the problem is in this case usually if a keeper makes a mistake it's a goal straight away. At this point the, key, the, the mistake the keeper made resulted in possession getting given away about a third of the way up the park. It's not as if it was all that big a mistake. There was still plenty of time to recover for it. So I'm, I'm not going to blame Craig Gordon for it too much. Yeah, St. Mirren might take a better uh, try out the word pride, <laughs> enthusiasm, enthusiasm away from. Uh, the way they competed certainly yeah. back into the game so that might help them with, uh, as they try and climb up the league but still as we've been saying the last few weeks not having Stephen Thompson is a massive miss yeah uh, uh, they can get him fit to quicker sooner or better I think for them but uh, I mean they're going to need it now because Ross County finally got off the mark at the weekend as well yeah they won one over Dundee well, that was a late win as well they were never behind of course but it's uh, their first victory gets them three points off the mark they're still bottom and goal difference because uh, it's got minus 14 to St Burns minus 8, but they'll be happy to have closed the gap on the likes of Party Thistle and Motherwell as well. Like you mentioned earlier, uh, Motherwell got an absolute hiding of half Hamilton, which apparently is Hamilton's biggest win over Motherwell since 1935 and their biggest win at Far Park ever. Aye, certainly from the highlights last night when I was watching them in the uh, last night sports scene, it, it looked as well as if it could have been more than four. Yeah. Uh, Hamilton looked to be ripping Motherwell's defence at with ease uh, to be honest and the, the kind of major thing Ali Crawford he looks good I, is it Crawford and Andrew the French boy both of them in behind Antoine Courier they're certainly kind of causing a lot of problems for teams yeah definitely no I'm, I'm not flying alright but like you say I think there was the, the Motherwell's defence certainly didn't uh, offer up much of a defence yeah I, I think in previous seasons one thing that Motherwell have had in their favour has been they've had consistency of selection Whereas this season, I think there's been just maybe three, four changes of the kind of lineup almost. Certainly, there was a lot of changes at the weekend yeah. in terms of personnel. I think you noticed uh, it because obviously they played like Motherwell, like Celtic played Motherwell, Celtic part the previous week. So I saw the Motherwell defence being pretty solid. So to see that in the highlights last night, it was, it was a very big surprise. I must admit, I never really expected Motherwell to be that bad at the back. But if it's just come down to changes, I can understand it because I, I never think chopping and changing at the back is, is going to do you any good. No, you need a settled, a settled spine to your team is always what you want. Goalie, centre-backs, middle of the park, up front. I think you always want to have a kind of solid spine there. If you're changing, then it causes confusion. Players try to get used to playing with different defenders and different pairings and different things like that. Uh, and it looks like that season, at the moment, certainly, finally, kind of mother where we're going to kind of struggle with the fact of, kind of losing players every season. Plus, I don't think they really brought in anyone I don't, really. No, I don't, they brought, I don't think they would. Well, Jam has come back. Has he really uh, played though? Because anything I've seen is you on the bench. Played. He started certainly on uh, Saturday. They played. They played three up front. They, well, that's what it looked like from the formation they showed in sports scene. It was McHugh, Erwin. I think he's a young guy, and it's not bad. Ojama. Ever, no. I know Sutton was on the bench. It's a strange one. Unless Sutton's got a knock. Yeah. But but you would think if you're playing kind of three up front, Sutton's ideal for being through, playing through the middle. Yeah. Uh, in terms of that I don't know whether maybe Lionel Wainsworth I don't know whether he was playing because obviously he was like in a big loan signing last year in terms of that uh, I had high hopes of him this season because he managed to get him back but 
don't think he's really kicked on for last season either. So I think that's Mother, like you say, that's Mother's problem. They, they always lose players somewhere along the line at the close season, but I, I don't think any of their big hitters have really hit form yet. Yeah, I wonder whether... Apart likes a and if he wasn't playing at the weekend, then that doesn't help. Aye, you wonder whether McCall regrets maybe not leaving in the summer, because the only other thing they can, can probably do is win a cup, but the cup record, obviously, we discussed earlier, it's is rotten. awful. Yeah. It's kind of rotten, so... I mean, they've done fantastically well to be as consistent as they have been, but I think like, we've been expecting Motherwell to do this at some point. It's just it's just going to come a bit later. We're almost getting used to the fact that it wasn't happening. Yeah. There was a period last season, certainly, they were struggling and they still managed to come and finish second, so yeah. it's, it'd be a bit kind of stupid to write them off just, just now at this point in the season when there's only, what, seven games played. Yeah, but, uh, yeah so I mean, that was the Motherwell-Hamilton game. It was... Uh, Kamala beat Partick Thistle 3-0 and Kamala done a lot better than I thought they would this season already. They're up in fifth place at the moment. They are. I saw them play. I went to I went to give it up with Park when we played them. Uh, and certainly the first half, Kamala were probably the better side. Um, but we had kind of had the fortune to score just before half time. But the the boy that they signed that Obadewi, Obadewi, he played, he played kind of through the middle more against us when I noticed at the weekend he was kind of playing from a wide position with just McGuinness through the middle and Johnson on the other side. And then Eremenko dictating play and certainly Eremenko looked back to yeah. the kind of form that he had at his first spell at Kilmarnock. Yeah, Alan Johnson if, picked him out as being uh, exceptional. I think there was a, a headline on the BBC website. So, if obviously the last time he was there, what, Kilmarnock won the cup, didn't they? Um, I think was that, I think, I what have, was that that season? Was that 2012? It might have been. So I think, I wonder what, oh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was the season before. Maybe certainly it was, he was in the contention for playing of the year. Yeah, and I remember. If, he, if he's playing well, certainly... Then Kamarnik will do well. They're kind of only level, they lost two in the league so far. That's not bad, not bad at all. Especially when they were one of the ones that were getting tipped for possible fight and relegation because obviously they'd lost uh, Chris Boyd in yeah. the close season. He was the man that got them all the goals last season. Just yeah. about kept them up. I had the talk as well, I think, at the start of the season when Gary Locke came in as assistant, it was maybe a case of is Alan Johnson going to get kind of nudged out slowly yeah because Clock had obviously had that uh, spell at Hearts last season uh, but it could be maybe Brennan and Gary Locke's helped it's maybe kind of taking a bit of the kind of pressure off Johnson uh, having kind of a bit more experience of kind of a good coach on, on the side but... I don't know whatever it is it's working for them it is aye we're getting a bit uh, of hit and miss for Partick Thistle so far though because some days are they're really good and some days are not so good I think you expect that probably from Partick Thistle in terms of it'll be a bit kind of indifferent, but I still think I still think they'll be all right. No, they're sitting seven points at home, ninth place with a game in hand, which is yeah. Celtic. I heard I heard talk, talk as well. I think they're hoping to try and get Lyle Taylor back again in January. I'm interested to see if they manage it. I'm not. I'm not sure that's the problem. I'm not. I'm not sure they've got any much of a problem up front. I think it's. They seem to have a bit of a problem at the back rather than anything else. Although obviously they've never scored at the weekend there, so what do I know? Uh, I think what else have we got from the, the weekend? We've got Dunny United 2 0 win over St Johnson, repeat of the Scottish Cup final. Except the scoreline has went the other way. Let's say earlier they're flying. Top of the league, 19 points from eight games. Yeah, by all accounts, at the moment, kind of what most people are saying about Dundee United, with the exception of the the Celtic game, obviously, is that Dundee United are a lot more solid at the back. Yeah, but they're still getting, but they're still getting the goals. Yeah, it was a set pieces against Celtic, and they know they let themselves in in that game. So I, I think you just put that aside as a freak result. And it's, it's, like, it's like I've always said, if you can get the results against the rest of the league, it doesn't even really matter what you do against Celtic and previously what you did against Celtic and Rangers. It was, that was always what was lacking, was consistency against the other teams because they were always capable of taking points off them. 
Well, at the moment, I was looking at the odds earlier for the league just out of interest. And usually, any team apart from Celtic are kind of massive odds. Dundee United at the moment are 16 to 1, and Aberdeen are 20 to 1. Really? Uh, aren't even that great at the moment. Um, in terms of that. Uh, another thing is, I think, for Dundee United as well, apart from their defence being kind of a lot more solid, is Chris Erskine coming back after kind of going back on loan to Partick Thistle last year. He's come in, he's had a fine start to the season with four goals. That's certainly helping. Yeah, it uh, seems to be like McNamara gets the best out of him. Because I, I, I think he was at Partick Thistle when McNamara was there as well. Aye, was aye. McNamara signed him, aye. And then we didn't want to really kind of settle at Dundee United. He wasn't playing to begin with, so he kind of sent him back on loan to Partick Thistle. So that's probably helping, and the fact as well, Mackay Stephen is kind of saying this is his last season at Dundee United, so he's going to be wanting to kind of go all out to try and get a good move down south. Has he said that? I've never heard that. Ah, uh, he's come out and said that this will be his last season at Dundee United. Well, I think United can get a bit of money for him, that'll be good, but it's still going to be a big loss for them, I think. Uh, I don't know whether, I don't know what his contract situation is like, whether he's out of contract at the end of the season, or... I hope not, because he's, he's worth a bit of money if, he can, if Dundee United can sell him. He is, yeah. Uh, other games well, there was the other game yeah I think that was the, the game of the day from what I've seen in the highlights touched on it a bit earlier uh, I, my, my mate was at the game said three, it wasn't really a even though it was 3-2 and you think oh, it, was, it was a great game that it wasn't as good as the scoreline suggested um, at times he said as well once we went 3-2 up we kind of tended to sit back try and defend our league uh, lead even uh, so the last 20 minutes we kind of defended solidly but prior to that it kind of wasn't an, an easy game, certainly. I, don't, I think there's uh, a few dodgy defending moments in it. And certainly the, the Aberdeen equaliser at 1-1 was just a astonishing bit. Aye. Well, the free kick for Inverness's first goal was kind of similar to what we did last week with Paulet being in the offside position and then coming back on and kind of distracting kind of what was happening because Inverness, but I don't know who it was, he was in the kind of offside position, well, offside position, came back onside and then Meekins ran into the space that the guy was in had a free header so there was that then there was the pass back from Gary Warren for Inverness which I obviously led to our goal uh, Shea Logan he scored a nice goal he loves a backflip he loves a nice celebration like that and then Goodwillie again good play by him in terms of even though he wasn't he didn't score on Saturday he, he contributed in terms of an assist so started to find a bit of consistency which is good because as I said last week we were lose win lose win lose win mm-hmm well, I mean, that's what, up to six now? And could go above uh, Kamarnock and Celtic with a win at midweek, yeah? Yeah, we can do, I Take it to fourth. So, we'll be hoping for another home win, home game as well tomorrow. And the good thing as well, it's going to discuss previously the fact that we were struggling to score goals at home. Away from home wasn't as big a problem. But now at home, playing the two up front, certainly there's kind of plenty of goals in that team. It's good. Okay, so that's the Premiership, just a... Probably worth having a, a quick talk about the uh, Hearts. Gubbin Livingston 5 0. Apparently, that's the first time in years I've uh, managed to have uh, consecutive fi- uh, games where I've scored five in the league. I think the Hearts were bragging about it earlier on today. So. I, I read as well, no, Robbie Nielsen was saying they weren't clinical enough. <laughs> what clinical does he want to be? Oh, I mean, was he referring back to the Celtic game? That's the only thing I can think of because I know they had chances in that, but never hit the target. Uh, I'm not sure there's, there's nothing wrong in the league. Well, maybe, maybe there's a Dumbarton Hearts game, which is their only dropped points in the season so far. It was a, that was a 0-0. But since then, they've had 5-1 against Cowden Beast and 5-0 against Livingston. What does he want him to do? Uh, he's, ha- he's certainly had a good start to his career at Hearts. As a, as a head coach. Like he's, he's head, head coach, coach yeah. as, opposed to, yeah. as opposed to manager. But 
Aye, so far so good for them. They've got a nice blend as well, like in a youth and experience now. I think they can obviously lack a wee bit of experience last year, whereas this year they've added like a wee bit more experience. Yeah, I, th- I think the, the the experience they got of playing all the youngsters in the, the, the top flight last season, and then they've kept a good key of that, a, 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 a key squad there, of course, squad. <laughs> yeah. And added to it with a bit of experience, like uh, Prince Bobbin, for instance. He seems Aye. he's one of the guys that's come in. Uh, Gomez as well. Gomez Neil, as well Neil Alexander's come back. Yeah, so so they've uh, got a, they've got a good little uh, they've got a good squad there now, and certainly nineteen points for possible twenty one. That's a, a cracking start. You can't ask for much more than that. The, the fact that Rangers have just lost the Hubs makes them six points clear at the top already. That's a nice little position to be in. Still another twenty nine games of the season to go, so a long way to go yet. But possibly Moss they could have, should have kept his mouth shut in terms of criticising Hubs and saying they were not going to be in the title race. Well, I'd imagine that went straight up in the dressing room. I would think so. I mean, the gap gets Hubs. Hubs were sitting ninth at the start of the day. They're now fifth, but they're still four points behind Rangers. Yeah. So. A while ago before Hibs can be talked about within it being in the, the, the title race, I think. But Aye, definitely, but Mosty should have just no bother saying anything. Certainly, Hibs are close to the Rangers and Rangers are the hearts. Indeed. Uh, what else have we got? We've got Forfer at top of the uh, League One with a, Aye, I a see 3-1 that. win a over their su- rivals breaking. It's a bit of a surprise, that one. I think a lot of people are expected in Fairland to be kind of top in that league. Well, I think that's another thing we need to talk about for this game. I've never seen anything in the fourth game, but certainly Dunfermline 3 Peterhead Nil was notable because uh, the manager was uh, rumoured to have been arrested, which turned out to be false. What? All right. So here no, apparently, no. apparently he'd uh, attacked the referee. But uh, that's apparently not what happened at all. But Peterhead oh, did finish the game with eight men, and uh, apparently the, the manager was involved in something. But uh, no, the, he, there was rumours of him being arrested on Saturday, but that was uh, unfounded rumours. <laughs> Uh, certainly early on that league it's looking like it could be quite tight there's yeah. only nine points separating the, the full ten teams uh, I don't know whether maybe the, the top four that are there will be the, the four that will be fighting for the league no, I'd imagine I think everyone's predicted them fairly Morton were obviously the team that came down so they'll be wanting to bounce straight back up but uh, I mean Air United were top of the league until uh, they scuppered the charity a bit Aye. by losing sure to Airdrie not only did they not score first when we had uh, Money and McLaughlin to be the first goal scorer, but Erdre scored first against them. But Erdre also beat them. Aye. Two, with two late goals. They were 2 1 up with a couple of minutes to go. And obviously, we missed out on the first goal scorer bet, but remember, I mentioned last week as well what uh, Declan McManus could be a good shout at some point. And who scored first the uh, weekend in the Morton game? McManus. Big and beat. They lost two minutes then as well, but aye, McManus is certainly um, one to, to make a note of. But yeah. Should team, though, they could actually probably end up in that mix. I think so, yeah. I mean, they're, they're three points behind Morton at the moment in the, it's in the playoff places, but like I say, a long time ago. Aye. Uh, we'll just round it off with League 2, I suppose. Uh, our broth, five Aye. points clear. Looking good so far. Aye. Craig will be down there for the Smokies. <laughs> Greg won't be. Because <laughs> it's our broth and he hates it. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> I wonder, he said, he made those remarks about our broth so long ago, I'm not sure anybody remembers it now. It's just us. Oh, we just like to we just like to remind everyone just in case. Just in case he thinks he can get it back and sneak back into Arbroath uh, at some point. I, I did notice before the weekend's games that Barry there was talk of Barry Ferguson returning to playing for Clyde. I don't know whether he appeared at the weekend though, whether he played. But they're still there bottom of the table. Don't know myself. I mean they had the one each draw with uh Anon Athletic, but uh player manager Barry Ferguson made his Clyde debut but could not prevent Anon Athletic securing the draw. So he did. So I, he eh? did end up playing I. Eh? 
there was two Fer- uh, Ferguson's, which is annoying, because one of them was subbed in 48 minutes and one was subbed in 68 minutes. So I'm not sure if he took himself off at half-time or not. Oh, still. Possibly. So that's the, the round-up. Uh, I did mention earlier that uh, James McFadden's got a trial at St. Johnson. Is it St. Johnson? Uh, uh, we spoke about that last week, didn't we? We did, yeah. Said that McFadden could be the one that would end up there. Uh, I think, well, we did say last week we need a replacement for Stephen McLean. Is it McFadden? I suppose we'll need to wait and see. It's a, I would love to see McFadden get back to his form, but I think he's. we've been saying that for so long now. I don't, yeah, think, I I think, don't think it's going to happen. I think the problem might be in terms of St. Johnson having a chance of saying but did Motherwell not have some sort of sponsorship deal that was paying McFadden's wages? I think at this point if McFadden's worrying about his wages, he's worrying about the wrong thing. Yeah, he should just be concerned about playing, but he's, I think he still thinks he's going to get back in the Scotland score at some point, which going on, based on last season, that's not going to happen. No, no I, don't, I don't really see it happening at all now, to be honest. Not why some dramatic changes, but I can't see it. Just seen SPL stats tweet that uh, Hibs have recorded back to back wins for the first time in 2014. Uh-huh. Maybe they'll turn in that corner after all. Possibly. Right. Uh, so, the game tomorrow. Yep. Oh, as I said, Aberdeen against St. Mirren. So, all right, hopefully, another three one, we'll go for three wins in a row in the league. You go, we'll, we'll do the predictor about here then. Because I think we're probably uh, at that, that point in the, the podcast. Shall we do that? Then do the charity bet talk. Yeah, because I think we're going to have a look and see what uh, we come up with in the predictor first. Aye, I think that's a good idea. So, so, yeah, you can lead us off. Aberdeen St. Martin, Tuesday night. Right, Not on okay. the telly because we've got the Champions League. Let me see. I'm a, let me get I'm a signed in here. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But I'll need to write down my scores. Right, Aberdeen against St. Martin. I will go for us to continue in a good goal scoring form. And another clean sheet. I will go for 2 0. To Aberdeen. I'm thinking 3 0 Aberdeen, I must admit. I think he's a good goal scoring form. St. Martin aren't that great. I know they scored against us, but nah, I don't see them doing much against Aberdeen. So I'll say 3 0. Uh, we we'll, could talk briefly about uh, Thursday night's game with Celtic and Zagreb, but to be honest, I don't really have much to say about it because I really don't know what Celtic team will turn up. I, I can't say that. It's probably the game Celtic need to win because they've, they've, they've played the away game against the top seed already. They're now playing the team that's going to be vying for them, what, one of the top two places with them. So, we need, we, need win, we need to get three points against Zagreb, I think. You want to win your own games especially, but if you want to progress, then they're the team to worry about. Because if we can take four points for the first two games into a doubleheader against Rastra, where the, the bottom seed in Zagreb coughed 5-1 in the first game, then we'd be looking in a, a pretty good position. Aye, Definitely. So that's the Europa League. We'll get back to the Scottish football because we've got Friday night football. 7.45 kick-off. Kamarnock versus Dundee United. Ah, yeah, nice easy one for Dundee United fans to travel to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming this is on one of the daily channels. Aye, I would think it would probably be on BT Sport, I would think. I think they tend to pick up the Friday games. So, Yeah, what are you going for? Well, aye, you, you're trying to go first. Aye, so I'm trying to go first. Time, aye, aye. Okay, I'll go with... Hmm... A good game. I'm going to say two each. I, I shall go for two. Uh, Dundee United to edge at two one. Uh, nice. I should say my predictions have been absolutely terrible this this month because I've got six points in the predictor in the whole of September. In the whole of September. <laughs> yeah. actually, actually, I had a good weekend. I had Celtic uh, beating St Mirren two one, and I had Dundee United beating St Johnson two 0 and then Aberdeen had a correct. Result, but not a correct score. So that was no bad. I had seven points and oh, the weekend, which was all right. The weekend, I doubled my tally because I got three points. 
That's right, up six. I got three oh, correct uh, results. I didn't get the, the score lines right, but I got the. I, I had Celtic winning 2 0, stupidly, because some of us thought our defence would actually be solid for a change. Ah, well, not to worry. Right, we have the Saturday 3 o'clock kickoffs. We'll start off with Dundee at home at Aberdeen. Oh, yeah, I fancy Aberdeen to get another win. Dundee have kind of lost a couple in the bounce in the league after a good start. Uh, I think it'll be three in a row. Should be a good crowd as well, I would expect. I think so, yeah. Dundee have got a good support. Aberdeen should take a good support to there as well. I'll go for... Aye, another 2-1. 2-1 Aberdeen. Another 2-1 away, man. That's what I was thinking as well. I think I'll be tight. I think Dundee... They're still a decent prospect, Dundee, but I think, like you said, they've struggled with a couple of results recently. It might be the suspensions because you keep getting people sent off against Dundee United. But uh, it wasn't Ross County, it was a bit of a ball. I don't see them bouncing back against a team like Aberdeen. They're in good form at the moment. So, yeah, I would say 2-1 Aberdeen. Uh, Partick Thistle and Motherwell. Near the bottom of the league. This could be tricky. I think Thistle have been pretty good at home this season so far, from what I remember. And Motherwell uh, could do anything, to be honest. Okay, I'm going to go with another two-each draw, I think. I uh, See, I was wanting to go for a draw. And then I had a look at the league table, and both of them have only drawn one game each. I'll do that. So, Motherwell struggling for goals. Party Thistle are not, though they're not actually doing all right in terms of goals, but they're conceding. Oh. I, I think I'll go for a draw as well, actually, and I shall go for one all. Right, and the final Saturday game St. Johnson and St. Marin. Oh, Laurie, I love this one. Oh, aye, he loves the battles of the Saints. Uh, he can't tell. Can't tell the difference. Aye. Another old podcast joke. Uh, this time, neither of those teams have had a draw in the league, so that probably tells you it will be a draw. <laughs> uh, again, like, t- teams struggling for goals, Dundee United, and most of the bottom, sit- bottom sits are struggling for goals. The only ones are Partick Thistle that are doing all right in terms of goals scored. So, oh dear. No, but I think St. John's now win, no, uh, one now. I'm going to agree with St. John's one, but I'm going to say 2-1, I think. I don't know if St. Man will get their goal for it, but... <laughs> Never know. Right, that takes us on to Sunday, 12.45, which I'm assuming is a TV game. Is a Highland Derby, Inverness against Ross County. It'll be my turn to predict first, I think. As I. Ooh. Ross County are finally at their win. Looking better under Jim McIntyre, I must admit. Ah, so I'm yeah. hoping this is a good game. Have you seen the start? So have you have been on uh, in the last nine games that Ross County have played? That's been over two and a half goals. Really? Yep. Mm, that's a thought. Mind you, I think I said something about that last week with Dundee United games, and then last week it ended up being only two 0 <laughs> Yeah. Well, sorry, there it ended up only being two 0 Oh well. Right. In that case, I'm going two 0 on this. <laughs> going for that. Uh, also as well another stat based on that is that Inverness our last three home matches they've been drawn at half time and then won at full time so and that you can get odds about just over three to one in that uh, I will go for Inverness to win and I will go for three one to Inverness okay and finally, the one o'clock kickoff now. It used to be three o'clock, but uh, Celtic and their vision have decided to pull it back two hours so you don't go home late on a Sunday anymore. Uh, and it now overlaps the Glasgow Half Marathon. Well done. 
Let's uh, sell take it home to High Flying Hamilton. Ah, it could be an interesting one. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you're making that because it's just after Europe. We're not exactly in great form but domestically. Hamilton flying could cause the defence Celtic defence problems. Uh, I think probably because Celtic got at home, they'll edge it. I think if the game was at uh, Hamilton, then I would fancy Hamilton to take someone from the game. But I think Celtic will edge it though. There could be a hangover from the European game. But I shall go for two one at Celtic. Um. I'm pretty worried about this game, to be honest. I'm going to say 2 1 Hamilton. Aye. Yep. Going against him. Yep. I, I, I think it'll certainly suit uh, Hamilton playing, away, playing in that big pitch. Aye. Oh, I, I, I do. I think that just the fact they're flying, Celtic struggling and coming off the back of Europe, just and be 10 not to 1 when I don't go to the game and I'm going to still game on Sunday. <laughs> so it's, a, it's too many factors in this thing. Uh, aye. I'm, go, I'm going to say 2 1 Hamilton because then hopefully. My terrible predictions will continue and we'll win. Aye, but it's going to be, it's October, it'll be October by then, so maybe October's going to be a bit of a one for you. Oh, I don't say that. <laughs> yeah, but if that, if that was to happen, though, and predictions right in terms of Dundee United winning, that would be eight points of difference. I know, aye. I, mean, yeah, I know we'd have a game in hand, but that's Game still, in hand, aye. I mean, you need to win that game in hand and then recover five points. It's not easy. All right, so what have we got for a charity bet then? Inverness, but, maybe? We both went for a win there. We both have there about four to seven, I think, Cassie earlier. I don't know whether we want to go as short as that or whether yeah, we usually like usually we like to go for something that's roughly about evens, but Yeah. Dundee United are sixty five at Kilmarnock. I think we I think we went for a draw in that one, or not? Uh, I think I went for a win. I think you went for a draw. Aberdeen are eleven to eight at Dundee. I, I don't like taking Aberdeen to charity bet, but that is good. Right, that's good. I think we both went for Aberdeen to win that as well, don't we? Aye. And I think if Craig was on then he would probably say go for it, so they could be a shout, Aberdeen. Yep, I think Aberdeen's one of them. Uh, I quite like to look earlier of Hearts at Queen of the South at 37 to 40. Yep, I agree with that one. Um, that's a good, good Hearts are flying at the moment, so I think that's a good bet. Uh, if Hibs have turned a corner based on their last two games, then home to race 4 to 5, five. is quite nice odds. Aberdeen, Hibs and Hearts then? Aye, so it could, aye, that could be a shout. I don't think there's Anything else that really stands out because in the league in League One, kind of the top four are all away from home, which so I don't know whether we'd want to go for any of them. Right? Should well, we just maybe stick stick to our treble? I or? think our treble's good because Aberdeen, Hibs, and Hearts ten pound on that with uh, McBookie returns eighty two twenty nine, which I'm assuming Aye. is including the stake. I don't usually do this, but so I don't know. <laughs> Aye, I think that would be quite nice. That's, that's, that's about 70, 80 quid. That's not bad. I would go with that. Right, cool. That was a, that was nice and quick. Yep. That. And you know what else I think? I think we should double up the hearts. I think we should take Sue as the first goal scorer. Aye, aye, happy with that. That sounds good. All right, I don't think we've got odds in that one yet. No, we won't. I don't, I don't think, think we so. will. Uh, well, let's see. Because it's shown us... His extra bets. I know. I'm just looking at that. So maybe they've been... Aye, because they've been putting... Nah, no first goal scorer on it, bro. No first goal scorer, yeah. Nah. nah, we'll get it. We'll tweet it through the week. We'll get Craig. Aye. Hopefully, it should be quite good odds as well. The fact hearts are away from home. Yeah, I would think so. So, that's the charity bet. Thanks to McBookie, as always, for that. It's been nice if we won occasionally, but we do our best. <laughs> aye. Have we, won, have, we won, have we had one win this season? Aye, aye but it was like about 100 quid or something. It was quite a big one. Aye, it was quite a good one. Thanks to his drop himself to get with it, if I remember. Aye. 
and then there was a week that Greg predicted a fivefold. Uh, I don't think. But then uh, I know Greg predicted six, and then five of the results came in. And it's, uh, if, if we'd went for Celtic, we'd have scuppered it. But yeah, well, uh, we'll, we'll keep it to three because that's that's probably more than enough. Aye, it should be. Aye, when we start going for too many teams, that's when we start to struggle. So probably we struggle with two at times. Aye, aye, there is, there is that. We could probably struggle if we put a single as well. So <laughs> probably. And then I think we had, a, we had a poor start. Do we not have a poor start to last season? And then ended up we did all right at the end. Aye, we had, a, we had a good wee uh, purple patch. So about February time, if I remember. Aye. The start of the season is always difficult because teams are still kind of getting used to new players, new managers, all that kind of thing. Once it hits about kind of maybe November, December, teams start to get out of form. And then you can, predictions maybe become a little bit easier. I say, I say that now we'll have a terrible November in December. <laughs> I know, I don't, I don't want to say too much because I'm rubbish. I'm, I'm, my predictions have been terrible, what I said earlier. So I think we'll probably just leave that. Anyway, I think that's us, unless there's anything else. I think that's probably covered it. I don't think we've forgotten anything. It's been a, a good little period of football. Obviously, we've got more football to come midweek this week. You can settle down and watch Champions League. Aye, that's aye. Listen, no Scottish representation, though. I know. You can always interest me, don't you, your own team in it. Oh, that's one thing, actually, I wonder. No, our game won't be on TV if the Champions League's not. No, it's uh, Robin. Aye, aye it's a rearranged yeah. game, so uh, I don't like listening to games on radio. I just get frustrated because... It's old school. That's, I remember listening to Celtic winning a league in 1998 on the radio. That's how great it was when I, when I was a kid. You were lucky to get any football live. Uh, it can depend on the commentator. If you got a half decent commentator that can kind of paint a picture of what's happening, then maybe. But uh, you just get, uh, yeah, I just get tend to get frustrated. The same as like I've heard a folk watching like the BBC text and all that kind of thing. You know, what's the point? I did that in Seville. No, not Seville. Did I did it four days after Seville. The title challenge in 2003. You know, it was that who can score more goals, Rangers or Celtic. Uh, Rangers won six one. I was watching that on teletext at one point oh, <laughs> in a bar in Benidorm. God love Teletext, eh? I think at one point we managed to find Sky Sports News, or whatever it was at the time, because I, I always remember uh, Nigel Spackman telling us about the dodgy penalty Rangers got <laughs> to make it 6-1. To be fair, if it had finished 5-1, Rangers would still win the league that year, so I'll not put it down to a dodgy penalty. I will, however, put it down to uh, Hearts, because there was a game where uh, Hearts beat us 2-1, where we were one each, and had we known that a draw would have done, ah, uh, well... Just try to think after next week is international break. We must be getting to that because we've got uh, a scene earlier. Rangers Cowden and Beast or something was postponed because of the, the Rangers having players called up to it. So I'm assuming that's 11th, 12th December. I've just seen there. Because the next game after Celtic Hamilton is Hamilton against Aberdeen, on the, which is Friday night football on the 17th of October. And that's uh, so that I was before that then. So we'll have a bit of a... That's why Greg's not coming on next week, because there'll be international chat. I see, that's, that's the best, some of the best chat, because we're all in the green. We're all, all looking, pulling the same way then. Aye. Uh, aye. I, I, I think I'm still struggling to sell tickets, mind you, but I don't want to do prices. prices eh? uh, I've, I've, got, I've, I've got the, the season ticket, I've eventually worked a way to do it. <laughs> aye. I, drop, I dropped my quality of seat, so that I paid roughly what I would have been paying last time around as well. I I don't know. The only other thing maybe I don't know where we want to pick up on it is the alleged abusive and Dyke 
or not, whether or not. Aye, the, the, the police are investigating it because yeah. Van Dyke reported it or something. Aye, uh, I found, I think. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I know like, it's just it's just a sudden spate of racist abuse in Scotland, which uh, yeah. I, we don't really hear much of up here. We don't, which is good. I think, I mean, it's a bit yeah. disappointing that we're getting it now because obviously the, the tone of things being postponed uh, to the end of the October now because he's away on international duty. The SFA they reported that today, and then this with Van Dyke now with the, I'm assuming something for the the the, the crowd in Paisley. Aye. But, uh, I think it's one of those ones we leave to the police, and I can't really see Van Dyke making it up. Oh, I can't. I don't see it. I know I've heard people say before all players are maybe doing it as a way of getting other people in trouble, but I don't something like that. Well, see, I think I can understand if players were trying to get other players into trouble, but I don't see what Van Dyke would gain from. Reporting somebody in the crowd in Paisley. Yeah, aye, exactly. So, aye. It's, oh, I, I know a good situation in terms of, I don't want any kind of that in football at all, or society. No. So, yeah, so it's, it's Scotland the following week. It's Ibrox for Georgia, and then we're going to wait to Poland, is it? Is it aye, to, aye, aye. So, a tough, it'll be tough, but I suppose we'll talk about it next week. Aye. Uh, I don't know when the squad gets announced, whether it's after this, must, after the weekend games. Must be coming soon. No, it's usually announced some point this week. Aye, uh, midweek. And then the games get played and a bunch of people pull out. That's usually how it works. Aye, uh, I'm trying to think at the moment if there's anyone that maybe could be in contention that's not been in the squad before. I was talking earlier on in the season, Scott Arfield at Burnley, whether he might be considered. I uh, don't know whether Paul might have played his way back into possibility being mentioned for the squad. Is good really worth a shoot? Too early. I think. Really? Um, aye, I would still say if a striker was getting called up, I think probably someone coming back in the squad, Stevie May would have more of a shot to come in. Aye. If good, if good, well, he could keep up his, up his form, then it could be a shoot. Good, well, he would called um, up before, didn't he? Off a years ago. Aye, a while back, aye. Um, so in terms of that, it'd be interesting to see whether Strachan will include McGregor again, because I've seen you mention earlier he's kind of faded a bit. Ah, he's not been as good as he was the last month or so. so. Three uh, caps does, and does one goal. Good, good all he's got, actually. Where'd he get his goal against? Spain? Oh, so he did. He got high over in Spain. Uh, uh, of course, I forget uh, that. That seems like a long time ago. From a penalty? Aye. Aye, because I missed the home game because I was away in Rome proposing. Oh, see, I see. I I managed to get to the home game of that and the the was it the Liechtenstein game right. a few days earlier. Maybe we get the ninety seventh minute winner. Ah, uh, Stephen McManus. And then, then we went out and uh, went for two 0 down against Spain and came back to each. Aye, I know I missed that game unfortunately. Well, at least a good result in the end, I suppose for me. Uh, in terms of that, <laughs> actually, you missed a cracking game. Aye, but I'm trying to think who else might be in contention. It's gonna. Had a good start to the season. I can't really think anybody else is going to jump out because I mean these are the ones you're looking to get your players. That are, you know you'll do a job for you. You don't really want to be risking things at this moment in time. Aye, uh, we had a good we had a good start against Germany. So I don't think I think as well it's harder to get out of the squad to get it as to get in the squad. No, aye, harder to get out of the squad than it is to get in the squad. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's trying to try and build a kind of club atmosphere whereby it's like a kind of regular group. Scott Bell will be back. Yeah, that would certainly uh, help because when we played Poland in the friendly, I think it was earlier this year, uh, he, he certainly got a goal. So, uh, but obviously, Charlie McGrew will be missing because he's suspended. I don't know whether he's suspended. Know. There was talk of him. One game. He might come back for the Poland game because I know he's injured at the moment, but he reckons that was at the weekend that he was going maybe about 10 days at most. So he might be back in time for the, the Poland game. Obviously, he can't play the Georgia game because he's suspended, uh, I say, but I think there's certainly a chance he'll be in the squad. 
certainly the goalie situation, it'll be the same three keepers and you'd expect Marshall just to start again. He's in good form. Um, that's aye, there's McGregor. Aye, it's an area definitely strong. Uh, I've, never, I've for... never seen a, a strong goalkeeper's ever. No, that was it's three great keepers. We've had two before, like the likes when we had Gorham and Leighton. Yeah. And then we had McGregor and Gordon for a while. But now we've got the three. Um in terms of that. Defensively what defensively Hutton's back playing, playing fairly well. Left back, hopefully Andy Robertson should be back, that's a good thing. Because yep. obviously he missed yep. the Germany game. That would definitely be good. Uh, he seems to have started kind of pretty well down south. Centre backs, I think he'll probably go with Martin and Hanley again. I think he's got given him a chance to build a partnership. I'm not a big fan of Martin and Hanley, but like you say, it's I'd rather consistency than throwing somebody in. It's just randomly now than a Aye. big game. So I'd like to see Mark Reynolds in, but he's been in. I know he got a late call up last time, but I think Strachan seems to quite like Martin and Hanley as a partnership. Aye, I don't know why. I don't, I don't get it at all. But I'd, ra- I'd rather we didn't change it. Because I think so, that, can be, that can cause its own problems. I shall have that in terms of that. Then you'll have Brown and Fletcher, probably James Morrison, playing somewhere. It's whether he then goes with, does he play Nesmith up front or does he play him wide and bring Fletcher up front? Mm-hmm. Aye. Aye. Well, aye. He's probably a first pick, isn't he? Aye, I would, say, I would think so. But we've definitely got options. When you consider it as well, we've got players missing like Snodgrass, who's always out long term. Yeah. Uh, that's a, a bit of a blow as well because he's I'm not I'm not a huge fan of myself, it's not grass myself but he does seem to crop up at the right time for Scotland aye that's aye that probably should be it then I think aye there's probably a good shout at that we'll see if we'll find out in due course what the squad is yeah we'll save that for next week and we'll talk about more about it I would imagine yep I think for this week I think we're done aye Craig should be back next week should be if anyone's missed him that's if he hasn't been crying in his sleep because Rangers get beat he had at least he maybe never got to see the game I seen him earlier on saying he might not see the game obviously because it was his wife's birthday but it's, he's probably like quite thankful he'd never seen it he's probably taped it aye aye he'd be, be rushing back home to watch it now aye oh no I had to talk a takeaway so. alright so he was <laughs> romantic night with the missus in the house <laughs> Pro- probably one of them but it's like oh I let's he's left the chat he's left the TV on the channel that the game's on and then switched on the TV and go oh let's see what's on the TV Oh, <laughs> look at that. Would you believe it? There's a game on. Ah, that sneaky move. Ah, I know that one well. Right. So, right, well, good. Good good chat to you again. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on, John. Cheers. Right, cheers. See you later. Right. <laughs>